And I'm going to put this on the whole time. Uh, 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 <laughs> I, I guarantee you'll last about two seconds. Uh, 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 uh. This is a new episode of Wazd. Ari, uh, do you want to talk? Ah, it's so loud. <laughs> oh, don't wear a pug mask while trying to record a podcast. Uh, you mean a sex pug mask? Lyric. What? A sex pug mask? Ugh, I didn't know that was the case <laughs> when I put it on. This episode's uh, off to a great start. Yeah, I'm Joey. I'm Ari. We're going to talk about video games. Yeah, your source for indie, batch, small. I'm still waiting for you to iron this out. <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was uh, curated indie games. I okay. thought it worked. Perfect. All right. Your source for curated indie games. Yeah. I thought indie made you like your skin crawl. It does, but I'm over it. Okay, good. I meditate now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Holy to Wazpod. On life. I, I mean, the other alternative was WSD, like your keyboard, <laughs> POD, like your favorite Christian rock band. That I, was our I like, other. I dislike that, like your keyboard, is the subtitle of the show. <laughs> Wazd, like your keyboard. Like the game stuff on your keyboard. <laughs> uh, Did we ever a... talk about when I, when I was searching for our feed in Google Music? To add it to my subscription, and so I put in Waz Pod, mm-hmm. and what came up was a POD song called Waz, and it was like the Ouroboro, <laughs> like it was the snake eating its tail. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> did, did your phone start to collapse in on itself? <laughs> or did you create a black hole on Earth? Somehow, we influenced POD into making a song called WSD. Oh my god! What if it's like got this year's release date? It um it must I mean I'm pretty up on POD and I hadn't heard of it. <laughs> it was literally called WASD. Yeah, I sent you a picture of it. Remember, I no. took a screenshot and I sent you a picture. Oh my god! It's 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 when I saw that I like it, I would I I thought it was our podcast and then the picture was weird, <laughs> and then I started just shaking. <laughs> like, That's uh, a good reaction. I just I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've joked about it so much. Uh. Yeah, I, I here. Let me see. Look at the video, the first video. Oh my god! Yeah, everyone can do this at home. Just search, <laughs> do a Google video search. For... Did you click it? No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's POD. What if it's about video games? I don't want to feel that alive for the very, <laughs> for the first, very time. first time. What about for this 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 time? For for this time, yeah, man. As POD says, why wait? And I only know that's a song title because, <laughs> because I'm looking at it. it. Yeah, next to it. Your source for keyboards and Christian rock. This <laughs> Mine is, is most of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all what right. Are you, what, what are you playing these days, Joey? Uh, what am I playing? Uh, do, well, okay. What aren't you playing? <laughs> 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 Uh, I'm playing another phone game, but I finished it, and well, it's, so it's only kind of embarrassing. Disney Blitz? No, I'll probably go back to that now. Kim is still, like, deep. deep. Yeah. But um, I played through the entirety of Tiny Titans, which oh, I told you about. You did mention this. Yeah, because yeah. um, I found out while I was out of town what Teen Titans Go was, and I really <laughs> like that show. Um, they have an awesome mobile game that was only a dollar. Well, for you, it's like five bucks, I think. I think it was on sale. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I think three ninety nine is its real price or something like no, that. No, I looked. At, I think it's something like five bucks. Five bucks. Normally. Okay. Yeah. Um. Totally worth it though. I I put enough hours into it. It would have been like it felt almost 
full enough to be like a Game Boy, an old kind of Game Boy length game. <laughs> um, but the whole conceit of it is buying like amiibos based on the Teen Titans themselves to battle them. And I love that that premise. It's super self-aware in that you're you're, you're playing as Robin buying Teen Titans and he like really wants to get his yeah his own guys and stuff and that like the writing's pretty funny the battle system is better than pokemon like it's actually kind of fun pokemon or pokemon go or both both battle systems better than both (laughs) um it's a time-based thing and i feel like i've seen this in some game but it's like you have a meter that fills up and then you can initiate a power Pick from like three moves that you do or like defense, but you have to wait to, for the next one. Is that well, what? no, you have a communal time bar. OK. And every move on any of the guys, you can only have one out at a time. OK. And you can switch between one of your three. Like Capcom versus Marvel style where they just fly one flies in, one flies out. It's more like a turn base almost. Okay. But you just have these general time bars that when you activate a power, it just uses that chunk of time. So each character has three moves, and the further on down the bar, the more they like cost to do. So it's a it's all about trying to negate damage to you while you wait for this bar to charge up to do better attacks to your opponent. Sure. It's actually kind of like a cool battle yeah. mechanic, and th- there's like a really great small touch that felt really great where you go to buy figures in one of the stores, and they're hanging on the racks like at a toy store, like an action figure would be like on those plastic yeah, rods. Yeah, they got the little plastic hook on the top yeah. on like a metal bar. So there's, you You go in and the store is like an aisle of that. And to go through it, you like flick them off and you like throw the other ones on around. The floor. You. Yeah, you don't want. And you just hear Robin being like, no, not that one. No, no, give me, give me better ones. And just like flinging them all around until you find ones you want and you add it to your cart. It's, it's just like cool little touches like that. It has no business being as fun as it is <laughs> but because it's a tie-in game yeah it's a tie-in <laughs> game about a kid's on show phone. on a phone and it was entertaining enough that i had like a complete dead day at work i just zoned out and played that for probably three hours you were paid money for that for yeah <laughs> and then i beat it and was sad that it was over already but i the, the thing that you told me that shifted my whole mindset about it because i was very dubious about teen titans in general no i'm still kind of dubious about teen titans you you changed my mind a little bit where you know i just the art style i wasn't too into and i don't really give a shit about dc so much yeah uh, well, you know me i don't even read like superhero comic yeah books. i used to love green lantern but that was like a million years ago mm. but all of it and then just like the Gen X-y feel or like the in-your-face yeah, yeah. youth feeling of the commercials. Youths are the worst. I never got into it. But it's like when old people write for young people, <laughs> it gets like really gross with yeah. the lingo that they try to push. and like It doesn't feel that way at all. Okay, that's yeah. what I was afraid. So when you told me that, it shifted. But specifically the game, what shifted my mindset on this uh, about uh, you know what I would assume would be a cash grab game, which mm-hmm. is not, is that... It, it's a game that sounds like it very much could be an in-app purchase game. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it's not. Like, it, that is, like... It's crazy. So crazy. But that, like, when you say that, the to put your mindset, to put your head in the mindset of the people making it then, it's like, you can tell they actually want to make something, and it's not just a cash grab. That, yeah. like, little flag lets you know this is something we're serious about. And, mm-hmm. and that's... So I, I plan on buying it. 
Yeah, I, you know. it's way more fun than I thought it would be. And it's developed by a studio called <laughs> Grumpy Face. So it was like Cartoon Network hired. So we could still legitimately say indie game. Indie game, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, super, super impressed. Um, it, it probably took... I don't know, six hours of playing it here and there. I, like, I played it on the airplane back a decent amount. Oh, I love having games like that for airplanes. Yeah, it was it was solid. Um, and it got me out of the Disney emoji cursor <laughs> for a little while, which was really, really great. Um, other than that, what? let's see, I've been playing I'll talk it. about uh, a phone game that I've been playing. Oh, okay. While, uh, while you Our look. new segment. Yeah. The Phone Zones. Step into the bone phone zone. <laughs> bo- bone. How about the pone zone for phone? Phone, pone, phone zone. <laughs> You're really hearing the magic happen live here, folks. <laughs> this, this is how we workshop. Yeah, stuff. we just scream at each other until something sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> it sticks. Wazd. Uh, video game fun time. Or uh, uh, Hola Video Ego, <laughs> which was the other name idea I had for the show. <laughs> Oh man. So anyways, like I this also was a game that I played uh, a lot on a plane that I had to take last week and is a game where it should be an in-app purchase game but is not and is great for it. Mm-hmm. Uh Card City Knights. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is like it's it's I'm not going to say it's the best game in the world, but I like it a lot and it's like my crack. Like it's okay. so it's, tailored towards It's a collectible card game. What it's a collectible card game okay. but closed universe. Okay. You know, so I guess it's like so a everything's living card in game. It. Everything's in it, and you don't have to buy. There's no p- purchases. You know, it's like a four dollar game or three dollar game. But then that has within it, you have can either buy using in game currency or can win. You buy the decks. currency. You can't buy the currency. Okay. They don't expect you to do that, and you don't need to. All the artwork is Scott Pilgrim artwork. Oh, okay. Like you can tell, it was very Brian Lee O'Malley inspired. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like not annoying anime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Just like very like curvy and like smiley. Um, and they're like funny looking characters. Uh, like, you know, like a random duck that walks around with that backwards hat on. Great. You know, stuff the like that. Got, the duck's got tooed. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I it, could tell. The, uh, it's, it's also a match three game. So it's like double. It's like the way that you play. There's not like mana and like restart costs for the cars and things like that hmm. you have a three by three grid for each player it's your player board okay and then you play cards that have arrows pointing different directions so oh. you have to match up arrows and then they also have like different um symbols on them but it's there's only like defense attack neutral there's mm-hmm. not like a bunch of crazy sh- shit that you have to remember you get it real quick and then you match three and then you can actually hit them with if you've like if in the three you have two swords and one shield, then it counts as a sword because it's... Oh, o- interesting. And then you can hit them with two swords. Or if it's one sword, one shield, and one neutral, you could pick either a sword or a neutral. And you can either use the attack to hit their health meter, or you can use it to disable cards on their playmat. Does it feel like something that couldn't exist in real, real life? Or does it feel like if you had physical cards of this, you could play it? I think you could play it. It would be uh, a lot more cumbersome because there's, you know, you're like keeping track of your score unless you had like a meter, you know, like a slide rule or something because it goes up and down a lot because you give yourself back protection. You take away. There are also 
cards like that rotate every turn, so you'd have to rotate some turns. You'd be fiddling around. Um, there's also like some of the cards say disable a random opponent card. That would be tough because yeah. the randomness isn't Just there. Get a nine-sided dice. You yeah, you roll it. That, <laughs> I agree. Well, you know, nine-sided. If, if there's only two cards down though, then you would only need uh, a mm. coin. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would be more cumbersome and it would be more difficult. It'd be possible, but the uh, some of the 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 AI you play, it's not necessarily that the AI is amazing, but it's that the different types of decks that they crafted for the AI. You have to actively build new decks to attack that style of deck. Oh, okay. So it creates like incentive to constantly craft new decks and sit there with the deck builder, which I fucking love. <laughs> I know that's like <laughs> your jam. I love that's the part I've that. never been like great at though in in a collectible card game. Yeah, is I I look at cards and I'm like, oh, that's neat. I'll put that in. Oh, that's neat. And I don't build to a scenario, but if that's what that's doing, I could see why that would hit you. I yeah, particularly I really like it, and I, I like you know I've spent hours on it already, and but it's on it's, your f- tablet phone on my phone. I play it on Android. Okay, um, I can put it down though, and it's not like I constantly. It's not <laughs> so it's like, not Hearthstone. It's not. I don't feel compul- compelled like Hearthstone, and it's also so refreshing after. Are you Hearth- still playing Hearthstone? Hearthstone? Yeah, I'm so fucking. Do you want to talk about it? Just, Jesus Christ, Joey. I told you I didn't want to get into Hearthstone, <laughs> and you fucking pushed me into it, man. No, it's not. I'm, I stand by what I said. It's not the best collectible card game. It's the best game at making you want to play it. Okay. <laughs> and then not stop. And then because you're playing act, like other real people in real time, you can't just stop. Yeah. You can't just jump in casually because there's usually something at stake. But... It's still fun, and I still play it, and whatever. Have you put money in yet? I've not. Okay. So that I feel I've, okay. I've about put that. a couple bucks in. Okay. I I, I, I barely play it now. <laughs> if, they, if they had asked me for like five bucks to get into it, I would have. You would have play, paid it. Paid too. it, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I don't feel the, the need to buy more stuff. The only stuff I thought about buying are like the quests. Oh, yeah. Because they seem like they're actually well-made and fun. Mm-hmm. I played through the free player. one of it. I was like, that was kind of neat. Yeah. I, I, those I'd consider. And you also, from what I understand, it's the best way to get cards. Like the money to oh, okay. uh, card value is, is high there. So I've thought about it. But I get it. I don't want to play it more than I already play it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, do you have other phone stuff you're doing? Mm, or you want to switch to <laughs> I don't think I do. Yeah. Um, briefly mention I got the new worms and it's it's a great worms. Yeah. Um Kim and I played it. Love it. It's Do you play it online at all? Mm-mm. It's cuz you're afraid? Yeah. Um it's the best worms. Like I feel like every game except for when they went 3D is the best worms game. Like the <laughs> most recent one. 3D was bad. Yeah, it's the the most recent worm game is always the best worms game. I don't think that's always true cuz like the jump from Worms 2 to Worms Armageddon I don't even remember playing two. I played a lot of Worms Armageddon though. Two was awesome. And World Party. I still stand by that two was like the gold standard of all Worms games. Maybe try this one. And then Armageddon was good, but it almost like added in too much bells and whistles mm. that I think it kind of cluttered it up a little. They have crafting in this one now. Oh, of course they do. But it's smart in that you don't necessarily always just pick up a weapon. You pick up parts. That you can turn into a bunch of different weapons. A little weapons. more strategy. A little more strategy yeah, on what good. weapon you wanted. Like, they actually still have build. rope? 
still, still have rope. rope I'm still fucking good at rope. Yeah, Kim rope. hates it. Yeah, rope's awesome. Once you get that down, it can yeah, drop can like a, anywhere. <laughs> a little turd right on their head. Mm-hmm. Feels good. Feels um, real good. They have tanks and turrets and like flying crafts now that you can vehicles you can get in essentially. But still sheeps, right? They're still sheeps. Okay, there are buildings you can go inside. What? And like if you're inside them, the enemy team can't just, see you. Is this just turning into Call of Duty? I it's like I said, it's like a really they added a bunch of really smart stuff that yeah. it still feels like the same game. Yeah. But it's not just new um like hats and, paint and and new weapons. Yeah. There are new weapons and part of the crafting it's now like too. It's like a Mario Kart. You still are playing Mario Kart, but they add in enough mechanics that it feels Yeah, very like different. they add the the two seater or whatever. Yeah, that, the motorcycles and the blue sparks and, Yeah, it's yeah. good. Um the other thing too I was going to mention is in the crafting, you can you can build a shotgun, but there are also three different kinds of shotgun. So depending on what parts you get, no, um, I think some choose. of them are more expensive, but you would choose which one of those three to build. So they they added like variants to all the classic weapons too. It's cool. So there's like a shotgun with three shots. There's a shotgun with a laser sight. There's a shotgun um, with another gun attached to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's it's really good. And I was playing some of the single player stuff, and it's good I, to see Team Seventeen is uh, like finally crawling back out of yeah, the, not just producing or publishing games which they still publish cool games well uh, they even put out that overcooked yeah recently which is really good um uh, did talk we ab- talk about that no oh we should talk about that new segment idea multiplayer multi couch multi yeah because i think we should breeze through some of those because which we do anyways because a lot of people don't have the ability to play what we would oh. you know like Instead of making overcooked a marquee, yeah, because yeah. that one should clearly be played with other people in the room. Again, folks, you're hearing the magic happening yeah, over there right now. <laughs> so I had overcooked on there, and I wanted to talk about. All it. right, so new segment. Uh, what is it? Quick fire, uh, multi couch, multi couch buds. Um, couching it, couched in games. Uh, cooch couch because it's funny. Bud imprint. Uh. I feel like there's something there, but I don't know what it is. Holding yet. hands with friends on a couch. Pantsless. <laughs> yeah, pantsless. <laughs> holding friends on the with wait, holding friends pantsless on the couch. <laughs> the multiplayer couch. <laughs> uh, I had Overcooked, um, which is a co-op cooking game, which was way more fun than it should be. Because uh, it's a cooking game that's co-op. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's like I love cooked, served, delicious. Yeah. Like, which is a surprise to no one, but you're running around on the grid with four other people trying to all do something together, and it sounds like on paper a marriage ender. Like this is how yeah. you stop talking to people. But it actually gets people into a really good groove of communicating because if you yeah. don't communicate, you die. Like everyone dies. Like at a certain point, there's only certain people who can do certain things because the level splits you up and then puts like ingredients and different things in different quadrants but it's not static so those people will not always be in that area the things will slide over and open up openings and then separate other people so you constantly have to be telling person okay now you're in charge of this you go get that i'll go get this (laughs) well and it's there's always more than the people there's always more things to do than there are people to do them so it's not like you can always be i'm gonna i'll always be at the friars yeah because it's it's it, it won't let you. It knows what you need to do, and it purposefully fucks with you and makes you <laughs> not do that. Um, like the uh, the fry cook le- first fryers level, there you're on an iceberg, 
which is just torture because you'll slide off with the fryer. A completed with a, c- yeah, with completed a complete dish. dish. Yeah, it's good though. Like it, it's great value. I think it was only like fifteen dollars or something. It's really fun, and I, I can always tell how good because I buy a lot of these local multiplayer games for after recording when people need to sober up or for like between football games. So I, if something looks fun, I'll probably get it so we can try it. They're usually not that expensive. When people come over and ask to play a game, those that rarely happens because they always like, all right, well, you know, here's this new one I want to try. If someone comes over and asks to play a game again, I can tell it's it's one of the better ones. And Overcooked was like one of the first. I in will a say while. Overcooked, you do need the right you you need the right crowd to some extent, though. Yeah, because some people they're never gonna want like. They're not the types that play well with others, I guess, to the point. Yeah, They're yeah. just not going to get in the mode. Because played a, a couple matches with some people who were just like, they, they were fine, but you never really click into that rhythm. Yeah. Like, you know, with people who are all understand what it's about and what you're doing. and They just don't take, like, taking it seriously is the wrong word, but they're like, they're not willing to... To, to push be, the team. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I don't know. It's a weird thing, but I, it was one I really liked. Um, I'm trying to think of that. It was a weird soccer game. Um, the one I didn't like. No, no, no. That's hang on to that. Um, <laughs> there's it's incredible or I don't know. There's another soccer game that became okay. Fuck it. I can't remember what it is. Well, do you want to talk about inverse? Yeah. Because that was a cool game, too. Inverses. Inverses. That was it. Yeah. That was a really fun. We played that with four, right? We did. Yeah. And that was really fun. Uh, it's something super simple. People were, Everyone was able to get it as soon as they saw it for a second. You get it, and then you immediately don't get it again. Yeah. Like, oh, Hard okay. Hard to execute, okay. but easy to introduce people into. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like there isn't quite enough stuff in it like to keep it interesting. Like We were, we yeah. were unlocking new areas, Levels. but... But some of those levels were not super playable. Like, there's definitely much better levels right, than others. Right. But it's, they're interesting to keep, you know, play once or twice, but then you go back to it. Now let's play the, the other one. That's like the more, standard. Yeah. And versus is black versus white. And the white dudes can walk on the black squares, and the black dudes can walk on the white squares. And when you shoot a bullet, it turns the grid your color to walk on. So it's like an area battle, but you're trying to kill the other person even though you can't walk so on the same there's space. there's strategy of shooting to open up areas so that you don't get trapped. But then mm-hmm. there's also, you don't want to waste your bullets because you only have a certain amount. And then you have to wait for them to recharge. You can also wait to hold down a bullet so that it becomes like a three-space mega bullet. But then if you do that, you move much slower and you can't change your direction. Yeah, you, it's the um, Binding of Isaac control. So it's like Y will shoot up on yeah. an Xbox controller and A will shoot down. So you kind of lock into a direction and you're you're stuck with it. But the game feels really good. It's like you said, a simple concept that they just executed on very well. And um, so it, it's kind of like Overcooked. Like I like both these games a lot. I can only play a handful of rounds before I'm like, okay, like I'm ready to try something else or move on to a different game. But no, I get that. They're sure. both really good. Yeah. But I don't know what it is that's like. All right, I'm done. Like yeah. when we played Overcooked with that four people, I was like, I did, you know, I showed people how it worked. We did maybe about five or six rounds, which is a good chunk of time. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I was like, all right, I'm like, people were still into it. And I was just 
eh, okay. Got my overcooked in for the day, but uh, maybe that's fine. And I, I think that was that it can't all be towerful. That group of people. No, oh, maybe it was, it was. You know, I had fun too showing him, but then after a while, um, I, I was out of it a lot quicker than like when you, me, and Kim played before. There was a lot more staying power. Oh, because you know. you're able to get in the groove. Yeah, more. we got into a groove much quicker, and we're like keeping things moving and we're communicating and things like that. So I think it's just it, a lot of it depends on the group. We're like Towerfall. You don't doesn't. It's always going to be fun because you're just depend on yourself. Yeah, we should play more fucking Towerfall. Yeah, get back in that. Oh, that game's really good. Um, you want so I, I want to do this last MP multiplayer party pants party couch whatever we called it uh that's going to blend into 20 minutes or less segway style you want to talk about the press one video ball we'll get to that okay 20 minutes or less let's talk about video ball this is also <laughs> our first 20 minutes or less um to, to borrow from climax unprecedented 20 minutes or less that will be immediately contested ari why don't you tell me about video ball video ball is the one you didn't like aka oh the soccer one yeah yeah so the couch multiplayer game video ball that i i showed ari the other weekend i it's fine i like that i i don't know i don't even have much to say about it because it was it's a soccer type pixely game that uh didn't grab me at all like i it just felt very i didn't like the controls of it too much Mm -hmm. um that was the one that was you have three different um attacks yeah it's like asteroids meets soccer yeah you can either like uh if depending on how long you hold down your attack it's going to change what kind of attack it is and the last attack is a defense so you have three attacks and a defense which creates a giant cube in front of you that blocks a ball um and this isn't like a sour grapes thing i was kicking ass our team was like yeah 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 i was like winning every match and i was just like i'm not having that much fun doing that things move very slow even though you can, like, there's multiple balls, so it's not just, like, everyone's focused on one ball. And you can do that. Oh, you can. You can. Okay. We played it with, with multiple balls, uh, which yeah. even added up more more drama, but it was still just, like, you're shooting this ball across, and it's it's not like soccer where you have a very small goalie you get into. It's a whole entire side. You just have to hit it That's over That's map there. dependent, too. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. Yeah. We played one map where it was... Uh, very f- open and free, so it, there wasn't much obstructing you. I just thought it was interesting because, again, this is like one of those that we played after LOLJK once, and people seemed to really like it, and I was just trying to think of what it is that... Because um, I think the other one that was contested was Gang Beast. Yeah. But that's more of a control thing. And the Gang Beast was... Very early in Gang... I haven't played Gang Beast... In a while? In two years, probably. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, we I played Gang Beast when... It's, there was four maps, and there was, like, four colored characters. Yeah. And there wasn't much going on, it's, so... It's, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I, I was willing to give it the benefit of the it, doubt. Yeah, I mean, they, they do the Plus little they tiny cheeky in it, so... I don't think they did. That doesn't count. That's what he said. No, of course he did. Okay. I think that's wrong. Okay. I think Chad's a liar. Okay, you heard it here. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, the, I there wasn't anything bad about this game. It just it was a little slow for me. It is slow moving. Slow the moving. Pace of. The pace of it. And um, it, it just it didn't grab me in any way. I was playing and I was just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, 
but I, I can't point to what was wrong about it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to think because I I enjoyed it. It felt very zen, um, and pure like a pure video game, almost like in verses. Like this is a very like they didn't reach too far. They didn't try to be a movie. Like it's a video game ass video game. Yeah, and designed this one thing and it just felt like they nailed what they were trying to do but i'm just w- trying to f- figure out why some people respond to the same exact thing when there isn't like a story to interpret or writing or like shit that would bump people i think it's because there's so many uh multiplayer games that do something very similar but at a much higher level mm. where it's a lot quicker uh a lot so quicker do you pace, think a lot just more interesting. The controls are a lot less gummy. Um, Do you think if the pace of the match, like the the ship movement was faster, it would solve your issue? Maybe. It would add more like drama element to it. I just didn't. The stakes felt very low because mm-hmm. if like you hit the ball and it uh, goes towards the other player and they hit it back, it's both happening pretty slow. Mm-hmm. And if, if you miss the ball, it doesn't really matter because you can shoot it again. Um, no one's going to shoot it back at you for a little while because they're charging their thing. Well, you, if you if you hit a charged shot, I it know, change, it'll, sh- it'll shoot directions. back the other direction. But it's yeah. it's not very often you get a charged shot just because it takes you have to sit there for like five seconds to charge your thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it just it stretches out the game that already is kind of gummy and slow that much. You know, I don't like that the mechanic is you have to wait to do the action. Okay, uh, to charge up. To charge up, but it's like. All the actions are in the charge spectrum. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of how long you're charging it. How long you're waiting. How long you're waiting. So it's built into the game that it's slow. And then also your guy moves pretty slow. Mm. It, it just it wasn't a bad experience. But it, there's just so many other couch multiplayer games that do a kind of soccer thing or do a score. Yeah, soccer theater. is, it seems to be like it was Towerfall, like battle arenas. And yeah. now it's moving to soccer because of or Rocket hockey League. Or, or whatever you want to analogize it to. Yeah. But... Uh, I just, it was one where I played it. I was interested to see it, but as soon as I was done, I I really wouldn't ever have to go back to it. I wonder because they have a ton of, of, uh, like you can customize almost every facet of that game, even just like non-game related grid lines, so you can call out stuff to teammates. I wonder if there's a speed in there. I haven't dug super deep, maybe into it. I don't uh, know. I'll check it out. Yeah, I. I I think the mechanic also of just like it's built in that you have to wait. Mm-hmm. I just don't care for as much. Then it's not to say that there are other games where you have to charge up and that's your option to charge up and that'll give you like a super hit or something like that. But there's always other things you can do if you don't want to wait. You can like sh- shoot an arrow or, you know, like, mm-hmm. or, you know. You're talking about uh, Sorcerer uh, Wand Wars. Wand Wars. <laughs> I was. That is what I was thinking of. It's like there are other games though where there's Wand Wars. <laughs> there, we could be playing Wand Wars, but like even you know, like Towerfall, you can charge up your arrow thing sometimes, and like you know, there there are other games that have used the charging mechanic, mm-hmm. but like this one takes it so to the extreme where it's like all your mo- all your choices are somewhere in this waiting game. Yeah, that I, I think that might be part of it for why, but oh, I, it's really. I have a lot of respect for the people who made the game. I think it's, like you said, it's a really good execution of their idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, I couldn't get grabbed by it. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Yeah, that's why I wanted to to bring it up. Um, Did you have any other 20 minutes? I have other 20 minutes, but I have one other multiplayer that we should talk about. I was segueing, yeah. 
Well, yeah. we'll unsegue for a sec. Uns- <laughs> Uh, this was a press game that we got, uh, given oh, to okay. us. Oh, okay. Okay. But, uh, I think it's really cool. Is Trapper's Delight. I think it is also very cool. 3D, uh, top down. The really neat look. Almost like a board gamey. Blocky, but not, uh, Minecrafty. Yeah. <laughs> Rare these days. <laughs> um, but it almost has that tilt shift look to it. Like it's. Yeah. Like, they like you're looking like at toys. like a physical thing down on a table. It, it's it's very reminiscent of what is it super horse sheep oh ultimate chicken horse ultimate chicken <laughs> or horse. super horse sheep <laughs> ultimate chicken horse in that it's like a layered game where it's like the there's multiple rounds the first rounds are kind of leading up to the later rounds and the whole game of this is trying to get from point a to point b but in between there you can lay traps and everyone's laying their traps down at the same time so you don't know you can't and pay attention. And sometimes secretly, like sometimes That's there's true. no indicator that someone has placed a trap. But be, even if it's not secret, you can't really keep track of everyone at once. So yeah. you can't really see what everyone's doing. Which that traps sounds just show up. Yeah, that sounds like something on paper. You're like, oh no, you just won't notice. But also seems like something that could totally not work. Yeah, like, you could just sit there and watch other people do it. But because they are smart about how the the traps show up on the map. Like this, this trap is called hidden acid. So I can be moving around and then just hit a on a square. There'll be no indication that I did that and keep moving around and then no one will know. So you can put like invisible blocks so that you can step over water and no one will see that you can have jumps that'll jump you over other traps. You can have the, you know, the traps are things like, um, blades that come out of walls or like arrows that shoot out of things or like dissolving floors that turn into lava or like springboards that just push you off the map. Fucker! <laughs> every time those, one of those happens, I hate it, but I laugh every single time. <laughs> or like the things that just um, smack you, like they smack push you, you sideways, yeah, yeah, into something. Always funny, always infuriating. But like, I don't care enough to actually be angry about it. Um, the best is when you build like a secret path that no one else sees, and then <laughs> make it impossible. For people to go the path that looks like it should be the right way, and so everyone runs for the path that looks proper, and they all die, and then you just like slowly walk <laughs> over your invisible. It's it's I ugh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I really like Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah, that is a very clean, solid implementation of that idea. There's something rougher about Trapper's Delight, but every time, great name by the way, yeah. every time. <laughs> We started a new round. I liked it more than the previous round. It was like because I had already had the the m- version of You've been spoiled by Ultimate Chicken by Horse. Ultimate Chicken Horse is like the rough edges of Trapper's Delight. Are what makes it kind of great, and there, it feels more chaotic. Yeah, I, I, it feels less like balanced. I guess yes. Where like Ultimate Chicken Horse, you can kind of get around. Um, most of the traps that you set up to bone you. Mm-hmm. Trapper's Delight kind of, they were more freeform in that you can create maps very quickly where everyone's just screwed and no one can get to the goal. But they recognize that in their testing of the game. And so if everyone dies three times, th- that round is over. Yeah, and just gives you a new map. It gives you a new map to start over, which it's it's something they had to do, but it's kind of a concession that like, yes, we built this in a way that you can break the game but that's just part of what it is, you know. Yeah. 
It, you can't break Ultimate Chicken Horse in the same way. Well, I think both of them give you things that you can destroy stuff. Um, I don't remember how exactly Trapper's Delight handles it. It's like something you would pick up while you're playing Yeah, not as much. Yeah. Ultimate Chicken Horse lets you go back and forth a lot more mm-hmm. on a map. Because you stay on one map for Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah. Like you don't really... Yeah, like Trapper's Delight's not precious about it. It's, its levels are randomly generated. Ultimate Chicken Horse's uh, sandboxes are always the same. Um, but I feel like that led in Trapper's Delight to more unexpected, hilarious stuff happening. Yeah. Whereas after you've played Ultimate Chicken Horse a handful of times, it's kind of, it kind of becomes the same. Yeah. But it was cool that I still feel like there's room for both of these. Yeah. No, it's, it's, they're both excellent. Yeah. They're both very cool. And I, I don't think Trapper's Delight's even done. Is it? Completely. Oh, are you saying you liked it? Mm. I know. I liked it. I was tricked into playing it. I think it's an early <laughs> access, though. Uh-oh. I was tricked. Ari endorses his first early access game. Uh, Trapper's Delight, people, you can use that on your, your wall for your, your Trapper's review. Delight also, I think, has online multiplayer. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's very solid, and it's not too expensive. Um, thumbs up from, from the both of us. What do we have? What's our our thing? We don't give thumbs up. We give... Um, elbows? I don't know. Do we? We just say it's cool. <laughs> Two cools up. <laughs> uh, the seal of upwasdal. Upwasdal. That's it's like approval with was. We Man, can, we'll workshop is, this. We're work, this is the workshop and episode. <laughs> we're really like getting getting a lot of shit accomplished this week. Um, it's awesdom, like awesome was. There's a W in there. I feel <laughs> like we can make. But that sounds too much like wisdom. Mm, yep, yep, um, yep, yep. Oh, we'll, we'll figure this out. <laughs> okay. Put we'll a pin on it. Yeah. If you want to use our our two two wasps up. We've only been doing this, folks, for what, 20 episodes now? Two, so. two years-ish. <laughs> no, no big deal. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, do, do you want to jump back to 20 minutes or less? Yeah. Yes, I do. Because I got some 20 minutes or lessers. 20 minutes or less again. No Man's Sky. That's your twenty. Oh, that's that's a rough one. All right, it's like a knife in the. Well, it's it's also low hanging fruit at this point, but I have not gone back to it since the first time I loaded it up. But so I mean, so much has been said to death. But why don't you quickly like, what was your biggest gripe? I don't know. Like, I had a really. This is probably because I'm just finally getting old. Um, I had a really hard time with the UI. Like, I just didn't get it. Oh, interesting. Like that's with, something I hadn't heard before. With it telling me what it like what to do and it it starts you out with your your ship broken and repair the ship. And it was before we were going to record so I was, you know, not 100% focused on the game, but I was getting stuff and trying to build it and had a really hard time figuring out like what menu to go in to see what I had. Or what I needed to get to build. It was something about the the UI design was so not how I'm used to thinking that I didn't even get to the parts that frustrated people. I eventually got off the planet and went around a little bit, but good for you, buddy. You yeah, finally, I finally got off that planet. Got through the tutorial. <laughs> but I don't know. I was I think that that was my first impression. Mm. Was that was this weird frustration? I don't, even, I don't even really understand what they're trying to do with these menus. <laughs> like, I, it, it immediately made me not trust 
billions of planets. Yeah. You know, and I think the more you see various planets, you realize that it is a square space. Um, you know, it's not like a, a big ball that you're going around Mario Galaxy style. It's a, it's a square map, and each one of these has um, a space station of varying flavors. Uh, this of varying flavors. Like, there's pieces yeah. that are randomly assembled to create the nine stock objects of this rectangle map. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I was going to different places. Had had you done a lot of uh, trailer watching before? Like, were you expecting the like epic space battles that were kind of I advertised, I, I didn't really buy into the you know I saw the same E three demo everyone saw yeah um and I you know I should have waited I got it fairly cheap I got it through Humble which I'm also subscribed to the Humble Monthly which is another ten percent off and it wasn't too bad but by the time I got to it. It was more that I just needed to see it when other people were seeing it for the first time. So I knew what to think. Um, you know, kind of like when Duke Nukem Forever came out. <laughs> like, not that these are comparable games, but yeah. it's just like, I don't really have any expectation. But people are going to be talking about this. And I want to know what I think before people tell me what to think. Yeah. So being as that I'm very interested in games in general. Turns out that you thought the exact same thing everybody else thought. Yeah, yeah, it's just under, it's underwhelming and it's yeah. unfortunate because that's a small team and people, you know, it was billed as not a small team game. Yeah, that's I that's the biggest problem was the expectation was just blown up so much for It was impossible. Like that game that people thought make. that yeah. we're making is impossible. You would need like the crew that made Destiny to make the game that they advertised or that it was blown up. But I don't know why they started promising, like why they thought that they could do that with so- five people or whatever. Sony money. Sony was like, hey, we'll, we'll make a big deal of your game. And it was like too big a deal, maybe. I guess. I mean, Sony's I very know. like notorious for bungling marketing, you know, for not giving forward the right message for hey, various Hey, Last Guardian things. comes out in a couple of weeks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that hot banger uh, that's been coming for six years. Um, six? Generous. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. PlayStation 4 has been out for a handful of years already. It's been a while now. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, uh, a lot of things people are saying about it are, are accurate, and I think eventually it'll be better, you know? Like, yeah. it's going to be a better game in a year, and I'll still have it. And then I can check back in with it. But I, I played through that beginning bit. That one time I loaded it was maybe 30, 40 minutes. Have not gone back. And I really don't feel like I need to. At yeah. least not until I start hearing that they've thrown a bunch of shit into it. Yeah, maybe a year or two from now. Um, if I got, they continue to work on it. Yeah, they, I'm sure they will. There's just too much money on the table. Too many psycho people that are pissed about it. Uh, I got two actual real quick indie 20 minutes or less ones yeah. that are both okay games even. Uh, this one I like more than the other. It's called The Bug Butcher, which is a... It's a good name. Yeah. it's uh, Apparently, there was a game called Peng. I think it's P- P-E-N-G? Yeah. Like about a penguin? I don't know. Oh. But it's a type of game where you have a dude who shoots straight up and he can walk left to right and the enemies bounce around over top of him, so you're just shooting at stuff above you. Huh. It's like this old game, and these people took that and re-implemented it 
and like did like a spiritual successor called yeah. the Bug Butcher. So you're just shooting at stuff. There, it's like enemies that crawl across the ceiling and try to get guys that you're protecting. Or so does it feel like a classic arcade game? Kinda, yeah. yeah. But it has like a Newgrounds esque or Alien Hominid type of coat of paint on it, and it's 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 fine, like mechanically solid, fine. Yeah. And I just it's I don't so know if a, I'll go back to it. It's a Flash Newgrounds game. Yeah, kind of feels like it, but I can tell like the the animation's good and they put a lot of time into it. Yeah. But it didn't feel like level to level that it was going to change that much. Maybe maybe it's not. But if if that sounds cool to you, I I highly recommend checking it out. Um, and the other one I was a little more disappointed in called Rack and Rack and Ruin. Rack and Ruin. It is a top-down game where you're playing a demon who's going to go um, prep the earth for destruction for his like dark master, and you're you're like a top-down dual joystick demon guy named Rack. Um, Uh, yeah. (laughs) And, um, it's, you know, it's a twin six shooter sort of, it has that kind of feel. Um, the art is really neat. Uh, the premise is super dark in a way that I really got behind. (laughs) I was like, I really like this concept. Yeah. Um, I see why it would attract you, why you would, I don't even know where it came from. It must've been in a pack. Maybe that maybe Satan put in your computer. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the dark master or whatever, but like you're going there to open like essentially hell portals on this planet and slowly start to corrupt it. But it's all very like cutesy evil. Huh? Okay. You you know, like it, uh, trying to think of another type of thing. Like if you saw a demon in like a Banjo Kazooie world, like like, the dungeon keeper art. Yeah. Well, not even like that realistic. It's like, uh, well, like invader Zim, kind of, kind of that feel like a big heads, tinier bodies. And, really evil things that are small, (laughs) you know, like you're, he's really like his dark Lord is really pissed at him because every time he sends him to a planet to like prep it, to be taken over, he destroys it so that he's like, you have one more chance to go to this planet and help me open up the portals or whatever. And you better not destroy the planet. And it has, it has a cool art style, but it was like, (laughs) it was the biggest bummer was you go through this level and you're like, freely destroying these cute little bunnies and birds and it's you know they're not even fighting you yeah and you open the portal to hell in the area yeah and the demons start to come out who are like these guys are so bad they'll even fight you be careful yeah but then it was like palette swapped stuff and one of the enemies was a blob like a green blob before i went through the portal yeah and it was one of those that you shoot it and then it would break into two and yeah. then you shoot those two that would break, break into, into more. But they bigger. each took s- way too many hits to break apart. <clears throat> and then the like every what's the word like uh, iteration iteration yeah. took just as many hits to kill. <laughs> oh. So like there was one blob thing in an alley, like a choke point. He's not coming towards me. He's not leaving. And I just that's st- like a fifteen minute investment just for y- that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, this shouldn't take this long to kill just this, like, boring enemy. I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just get through this area and those will be gone. Open up the hell portal. They're back. There's more (laughs) of them. They're just red now. And they're more pissed than ever. Well, and when when you kill them, they leave a permanent poison spot on the ground. So I destroyed three whole sets of these things and completely ruined this whole area. And I couldn't walk around it without getting, like... 
wrecked. Maybe, and I, yeah. I, it started making me think maybe I should just try to run around it. Yeah. But I don't know. It was It's so close to being something I would love. But I just wasn't having any fun just standing there watching him slowly shoot the thing. But, yeah, it was a bummer. Maybe maybe it gets better. Maybe I was playing it wrong. Um, I have a game like that, too, where it's, like, very close to being something I would like a lot. But there were, like, a few, like, elements to it that just totally ruined the game for me. Like, beyond repair? I think, yeah, I don't think I want to go back. Definitely a 20-minute or less. It was a game called Contract. Have you heard of that? It's actually another game that I could talk about. The the guy made um, Prism, which Prism you actually might like. Prism is like a low-rent kalimba. Really? So you have two blocks. Yeah, you have two blocks. It's keyboard only, single player. This is not the 20 minutes or less game. This is just another <laughs> keyboard ma- only for you is made like by the other kiss game. of death. I don't prefer keyboard only, but I'll play them if it looks interesting. This game did. Okay. Prism has uh, WSD on one side, different uh, directions on the other side, and you're c- controlling both blocks, one with the right hand, one with the left hand. Okay. But it's Kalimba-esque puzzles where it's like one has to jump over, but they're not tied to each other. Oh, okay. So you're completely free on one. You're just basically like sometimes you have to get to a tall place. So you bring one over to the wall, then you bring the other to jump on top. Gotcha. It very much is like a low rent. It's uh, <laughs> not as pretty. Not as charming or pretty. The you know puzzles aren't as interesting. But it's still, if I'd never played Kalimba, I'd say this is a cool okay. implementation of you know two different characters that are both you're controlling and um but it had shades of what i'm talking about in contract where it's like it seems like there were some really skilled people who made these games like really really great at what they do who put in a lot of time and a lot of thought but then at the end they just didn't play test it Mm. so there are like really big design choices that really harm it that could are correctable but weren't corrected you know, I feel like that the more you're talking about this game, I feel like we talked about it at one point, but I'm having a hard time so placing it. Contract, it looks a lot like Gunpoint or like okay. it's a side scroller. This one's pixely. Hit you're a hitman? You're a hitman. You're one of the big problems is the um, directions that come to you. Like uh, there's a lot of um, scrolling through text. A lot of text. Okay. But the text, there's sometimes it's white on black. And then when there's another voice, it's red on black. It's red on black and it's small and it's in a font that's hard to read. (laughs) So it's half the dialogue between you and this other entity. I couldn't read unless I really got close to my screen and really squinted. And so I just didn't care about the story. And I'd sit there just blasting through all the dialogue. But the problem is, let's say you start a level and there's like 20 different bubbles of dialogue. You blast through it. But then if you die... You start back at the beginning of the level, and there's no way of skipping that. Ooh. So that could have been changed. You could have had a much more readable font. You could have had it be in colors that worked. And you could have had a skip button so that if you died after you watched it once, you know, one line of code that said if it's already been watched once, don't play it again. Um, but there's not. So it's things like that are really hindered the game a lot where the game, it's... Uh, it's very much like um, 
Hotline Miami, where you're going into a map. This one's side scroller though, okay. and you're just like murdering a bunch of people. I started playing two again, and then by the way. leave. Um, yeah, Hot, you, yeah. Dr- you I got it. Drag back in. Got it for the plane for the Vita. Are you dragged back in? Yeah, I think so. It's great. I'm back in. Yeah, it's great. Right, it's fucking hard. It's it, but just as satisfingly hard as yeah. the last one. Yeah. yeah, it's so. I was not disappointed at all. They're having that. they're having a good time with the story in that one. Yeah, like, that one's a little tape. more coherent, but also crazy, and yeah. it's really cool. Nothing makes me feel quite as gross, which I love. Yeah, music is is disjointedly unsettling. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But uh, I've bought that game I think four different times now. <laughs> It's also like, um, what is it? Like, is it No More Hero or something like that? Where you're the contract and there's like a bunny mayor. No hero. No hero. It's kind of like that too, where you're running around a map. This one's a lot smaller and a lot. I really like No Hero too. Yeah, it's good. Um, but so it's it's not it's like a lesser version of those, but it still is like very More stylized. Deadbolt. It's black, white for them, and red is a great color scheme the that's probably Trio why they had to do the fucking, color scheme yeah and it does a thing where it's like there's big black shadows that hide areas and then you come into them and they open up you know very like expressionist uh, stark okay. art mm-hmm. so there really is like very cool they're super close is what you're they're saying they're super close but i just um you say they also made that prism game prism okay yeah uh oh the prison game so prism had the exact same problem where it's like if you died in prism and you didn't restart the level, you just wanted to start back over from the beginning mm. because I, I like, there's not an obvious, the menu system's not great. There isn't an obvious way to realize how to save. You can't really save. You just stop and then don't restart and it'll get you back there. Mm-hmm. It's also not clear. You can get trapped in the puzzles. It's not clear how to restart the levels. Um, uh, unless you pay attention to the very beginning, I missed one little thing and I couldn't, figured out so i restarted once it 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 has a beginning screen that flies you around through all the credits and so that was so boring <laughs> like i had to watch these again just to start over the game uh, was like a four minute flying around looking at all these credits just to start over the game like things like that like the games are so well made otherwise or like yeah, you can tell like people in there have so much but they needed a, a producer or director to just like play through it once and be like look this will make the game yeah. more fun just do things that'll make it more fun for more people so that's 20 minutes or less for that reason okay i'm gonna check out that prism one yeah Where just because it? it's kalimba-esque you might be interested yeah but it is different in that you have you're controlling both of them separately are is there um reggae style calypso e music there is no hobear no hobear you're there losing no, me there is no calypso e it's 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 not delightful. Okay. I mean, I know a handful. And I don't of mean that as a as a knock. I mean that as like for how you described Kalimba. Uh, Kalimba. It's you're not going to get that part out of it. Okay. Uh, I know a, a handful of people bought Kalimba after my mini rant. Um. You mean you're like pleading? Yeah. Like fucking play this game. Um. I have not heard from anybody though. Uh, on whether or not they liked it. Um, Let's give away a game. Yeah, good call. All right. What game you want to give away? Let's give away Mercenary Kings, which is a cool game. Okay. Uh, 
Did you have a good experience with that? I need to go back. I haven't played it since I got into Monster Hunter, and people really say that that is like Metal Slug or Contra mixed with Monster Hunter. So I need to go back with that mentality. Yeah. Uh, but I remember really, really liking the art and animation in it. So D L T seven P G three K J B H E J P R. All we ask, as always, is that you send us a review. It can be to our Twitter at WazPod, to our email, wazpod at gmail.com, uh, posted on our Steam group, which is just the WazPod Waz Pod Steam group. Mm-hmm. Um, so any of those ways, send us, you know, it could be a review, it could be your experience, it could be a funny happening in your gameplay. Uh, just, you know, send us something that you got it and that uh, you either liked it or didn't like it or just like you're thinking of. James Guile did. He writes to us from the Waz email form on ExposedMagico.com. Hey, guys, it's James, the god of shit games. He's the one that always buys us the 20-cent games. <laughs> oh, <whenever> like <laughs> the Adventures of Hercules, Many Trials of Hercules <laughs> yeah, and stuff. We have a handful of those we should yeah. probably do at some point. The Crapitorium fodder. So yeah, thank exactly. Thank you, James, kind of. I, <laughs> I was the one who swiped the force, and might I say it's worth every penny of the $15 calling price. I started out in the shambles of a crash plane, soon finding myself among the evergreen trees. It was peaceful, a perfect walk in the cl- or walk in the woods. But that all changed when I heard what could be summed up as a man with a mouthful of broken teeth gargling chocolate pudding. Three naked pale tribesmen ambushed me, brandishing skulls on sticks. Using only a stick, I killed all three of them. I took one of their legs and used it as a weapon slash possible food. I hope these monster tribesmen were the only creatures haunting this accursed island, but sadly I was mistaken. Once plunking in a cave, I came upon the wet dream of Cronenberg. Think of it as flesh and limbs of six to seven people were clumped together into a spire of horror (laughs) held aloft by a few shaky legs. This monster acted like a spider, hissing out of what I can only call its misformed asshole. The final cherry on this fleshy horror Sunday was its innate ability to shout out children that all look like Chunk's face from the Goonies. <laughs> it took Molotov's arrows and screams of fear to kill it. The rest of the mile-long cave was lined with corpses of Chunk's face babies. Somewhere in here is a hidden story. All hail the butthole spider gods. God is dead as we know him. I beat a turtle to death with a stick with a skull-covered... Uh, I beat a turtle to death with a stick with skull covered in hands for its sweet belly meats. Eight out of ten bitchin' tree houses. That's how you review, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's for the forest. James Guile throwing it down. Um, yeah, thank you for the review, James. That's yeah. about my experience with we, the forest as well. <laughs> we were talking about that uh, review on Gchat. It was just like, that was a very good review. That was a very good review, <laughs> yes. Um, we also got another email that I... This came in on August 2nd, so it must have been like right after we recorded our previous show, but didn't realize how appropriate it was for this this episode. Huh. Uh, this is from Brian Reynolds. Oh. Buddy yours? Yes. Yes. Uh, somewhat friend of the show. I'm still undecided. <laughs> He's the one who tore into me about Cave Story. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Hey, I was listening to your latest podcast. You were all talking about couch competitive games that you really liked. Something about wizards shooting an orb on the screen a top uh shit something about wizards shooting an orb around a screen top down like what was the name of it your description you have it recorded brian <laughs> it's available <laughs> just freaking listen to it again for five seconds it's wand wars it's wand wars your description really reminded me of a similar game i've been following video ball 
Also geared towards local competition. I don't fucking like it, top Brian. Top-down <laughs> soccer part asteroids. I just thought it was interesting that this game, Video Ball, seems to be struggling, thanks at least in part by the developer's choice to present it as abstractly as possible with absolutely no hook like a bunch of different wizards of such or such as you were describing. It's all triangles and circles and flat iOS Android design cues. Apparently, instead, they took years just working on the game mechanics. If the game really are that comparable, I thought that might lead to an interesting discussion about the role a game's hook or theme or settings provide Whoa. in introducing the mechanics Whoa, to the player Brian. and whether or not that should you be see important the future. than the mechanics of the game itself. Whoa. I, yeah, I know. That's what I was looking at. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I forgot about this email. Um, uh, uh, Brian, just rewind. and yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can hear what we had to say, but I... I didn't yeah, even think about good, it that way. Good idea, Brian. We should talk about that. Yeah. That was great. I don't want to. Well, I mean, we already did it. Oh. <laughs> that is an interesting choice, though. Do you think if uh, they would have put the, the Wand Wars coat of paint on Video no, Ball? Wand Wars is a much better game. It's much more fun. It is more fun. I will agree with you that yeah. Wand Wars is better than Video Ball. Yeah. But I like both, but I like Wand Wars more. Yeah. I, I think I'm fine... Maybe that's the staying power of something like Inverses. Like, because it is so just abstract, it's harder to really, like, connect with it. You think if there was, like, kittens shooting... I don't know. ...vomiting up... Yeah, like, if... ...black goo, it would be different. I think it... Because, like, those slick design-looking things just seem to lack personality. They seem like they're made by... They're very uh, austere and cold. Yeah. Well, and they seem like they're made by, like, a robot. Yeah. Like making art or something. <laughs> uh, or you're like, like, this is like what robot sex looks like. Rainer Kinesiobot. Yeah. Where it's just like mechanic. Blah. I, I tend to not like games that are just pure mechanic like that. Like an abstract, abstracted out idea. But I like them if it's, uh, if it's an interesting puzzle thing. Like uh, Hundreds was a cool kind of abstracty puzzle thing. Like Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You I know, like place the, that, yeah. There, there are plenty of games where it's just like, this is the mechanic that we care about we don't want to interfere with a lot of other bells and whistles because we want you to iterate upon that mechanic in interesting ways i introduce threes which is almost completely abstracted but, but it's got the charming little like they, faces like yeah, a, uh, they added that tiny bit of personality yeah that i think really made makes that game stand out it, it's true threes is so, fantastic like, I, maybe that's when you know how you have so many different examples of how game design goes. Maybe it just doesn't feel like there is a reason that you can't inject some flavor into something. Yeah. Um, in versus maybe being an exception because its whole thing is heart uh, hammering so much on those two opposite, like the polarity of it. But like make them ninjas, I don't know. Yeah, it, well, there's a game that I've been playing that's really uh, I thought was really cool because they added on like that one extra step. It's not like a groundbreaking game, and it's nothing like too special. But then they made it completely different by like putting on a coat of paint, which is ink. Do you play ink at all? It's basically like a mashup between Unfinished Swan and Meat Boy, is how I would describe it. No, where it's like the whole map is black, and you're a little white cube. But when you jump up uh, and touch anything, you leave a, a smear of paint on it. Oh, cool. And when you just jump up twice, you explode like droplets of paint out, like psychedelic looking paint. Yeah. So 
if you jump, you just, at the beginning, you can't see anything, so you randomly jump and spray some paint, and then you'll get, like, a little hint of a wall. So you jump on the wall, and then you'll coat the wall. So then you'll start, you'll slowly start building the level, but the gameplay is really just, like, kind of a Meat Boy-ish knockoff, you mm-hmm. know, where you have to avoid obstacles and jump around a map and get to an end point. Okay. Beginning to end point. And it's a lot of dexterity. That's a cool-looking effect, though. It's really cool because they added in the unfinished swan aspect of it mm-hmm. it bumped up the gameplay like 200 percent. like i i created a game that was just like something that's been done to death into something that was like charming and neat and yeah um you know i'll play that and get hooked into it uh more so than if it was just like you know pixels jumping against a wall or something yeah that's interesting i wonder if video ball had a different coat of paint if it would be more appealing. I don't think for me, just because of the the pace of play. You think you could see through a, the the feel straight through to the mechanics? Yeah, if it was like fat plumbers throwing around a wrench or something, I don't think it would be that much more interesting. It'd make, it, it'd make sense that it was so slow. That's true. <laughs> so it's Sloths? Like, yeah, like what if slowly. it... Yeah, what if Maybe they, sloth ball would be more appealing to me. And then you would, you would know what you were getting into. Yeah. You would have like a... A setting for it, slothball. Yeah, I think it would be much better as slothball. I will admit. So that. maybe, maybe Brian has a point. No, Brian, I'm not going to give him that. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, okay. I, I still even slothball. I think I'd still rather play many other soccer type games than slothball. Okay, but I think Sorry, I, would like, I think I'd like slothball more than I'd like video ball. Yeah. Okay. Huh? You, what do you want to talk about? Uh, should we move on to a marquee? Yeah. I'll just jump on to the, the marquee game that I actually just started playing a couple days ago, and I've logged, like, a few hours worth of play because it's hooked me, like, hard. Okay. Is it another collectible thing? No, no. <laughs> this is my other like weak point, which is like cyberpunk RPGs. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I got Deus Ex. This is not the game I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Deus Ex. And this little indie gem. Yeah, no. <laughs> Suffice it to say, I really like Deus Ex, but I'm not talking about that. Okay. Um, the game that I'm talking about is one that came out. So you've been playing this instead of Deus Ex, instead even, of Deus even Ex. though it is the same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> okay. It's in the cyberpunk world. It's not. It does it differently. I believe it's called the cyberverse. The, the verse. Things are tough out in the verse. But no, in the cyberverse. This. I'm well versed in the cyberverse. <laughs> versed in the verse. Yeah. Barf. <laughs> right now we are verses. Uh, anyways. Uh. No, what? Just as an aside, since you mentioned it, the, what makes <laughs> Deus Ex so different? So, you, well, you're twisting my arm to talk about. It's <laughs> like every other cyberpunk game, including the one that I'm about to talk to, that I'm teasing. Yeah, uh, corporations is, is they're bad. No, is that usually the character you play? Corporations are always bad. That's like the hallmark of cyberpunk. Yeah, but the character you're almost always playing, whether it's in like the Android universe or in, um, even. Like Blade Runner. That, that's a universe of a board game, just for people at home <laughs> who have no idea what the Android universe is. But like, you're always someone who's like a fringier character, yeah. who's like a hacker or some sort of face ports. Yeah, like, or, but you're not like in the system. 
you're outside the system kind of rebelling against and coming up against it uh, kind of like Shadowrun and you know like neon yeah this what uh deus ex it's kind of interesting that you're like firmly a toady of the corporations but you're representing the good corporations but you don't really mm. know and you kind of like break up but anyways okay. done with that the <laughs> okay. game i'm talking about do you like do you like deus ex so far i like it oh, okay yeah i like i think it's cool all right that's um, enough about that well yeah so <laughs> the indie game that i want to talk about that's full-on hooked me is uh, a game that came out a f- couple years ago i think 2014 but then they redid and put out an enhanced edition in 2016 and that's dex dex d E-X. Okay. So I'm going to have to look up a picture of this. I'm talking about is Dex the Enhanced version. Okay. That's the game that I'm playing. It is a side-scrolling action RPG that has uh, open world elements once you get past a, a certain point. So mm. it's not true open world. And sounds like, like a very Ari, not Joey game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm man. Just, it's got mm. like every aspect of what draws me in. It's got like the cyberpunk world. And um, it started as a Kickstarter, okay. Um, and from a small uh, developer, so it, they really had open reins. So they put like, ooh, Ari, there's free DLC for extra outfits. Oh, I I know, I'm well aware of extra <laughs> outfits, sir. They uh, the there's boobs in the game. There's wait uncensored violence. boobs. There's uncensored boobs. There's extreme violence. <laughs> there's potty mouth language. I wish that was on the points. <laughs> This is how I sell it to Joey. Yeah. <laughs> but because you the, the hallmark of uh, Kickstarter games are like that were Kickstarted higher than you could tell the people thought they were going to do mm-hmm. is you get all these bells and whistles on top of something that's like not a huge game, but then like there's really good voice acting. You know, like you would never see that in this type of game. It's like it, they don't know where to put the money, so they just hire good actors. So they hired good voice actors, and they put in VO to begin with, which most of these games they would have just had, you know, like Shadowrun, they just run through um, scrolling dialogue and stuff like that. But it's it's a cool touch. The You can tell that they added in a ton of side quests um, when maybe they would have streamlined it a lot, little more. But because of that, I, it, I'd say it's only partially open world because there's... Um, it's still side scrolling. So it's yeah. like there's areas that you walk to and from, but there's a lot of different side quests that they threw in that you can do in any order, which is really nice. The and they're really interesting side quests. It's like It looks it looks alright. It's it's fun and the the action part of it is satisfying enough. Yeah. Like to, you know, to punch people and to shoot and you're leveling up your proficiency with uh weapons and you can get like lock picking skills or like it's rpg in the sense that you have like charisma that you can upgrade okay and it changes that there's a fuck ton of dialogue written into this thing you know the that adventure game studio wajidai yeah they always put out those retro um point yeah, and yeah. Clicks i that played primordia that i liked a lot this looks like an action version of one of their games almost I think that's fair, except there's much more hunting and fetching in those games. Yeah, yeah. You know, in a lot. But I mean, this is just giving me like that tone. I think specifically the um, the cyberpunk games that they put out, because not all their games are like that. Right. Um, How much of it is this weird top-down flying thing? So that's when you're actually hacking. Okay, that's what I thought. It, it handles hacking in a decent way. It's not just like a dumb puzzle thing or like. 
even in um, it looks like a, a top down um, uh, geometry wars ish. Yeah, it, it is a lot of like you're flying a little ship, shooting things, um, and trying to like withstand waves of of like virus things that come at you, baddies that come at you while you're trying to like sit on a hill. You know. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're trying to survive, so you That's can hack neat. this thing. It does it. I think it does it really well. Hmm. It doesn't feel cheese ball and it doesn't feel extraneous it just adds like a nice little mini game element and you don't ever have to hack things um it's a kind of a choice if you decide to take your character that route um all right this is designed per the write-up as a tribute to classic nine classic 90s rpgs updated for modern audience it invites you to become part of a living breathing cyberpunk universe do you I feel, feel that, like you are invited into this living, breathing cyberpunk universe? I feel very invited, and the... I feel I feel part of it. Yeah, yeah, very much. It's a uh, it's a cool world that they built, uh, though. You can tell it's like a a passion project, just from the look of some of this stuff. Like they didn't quite have what they needed to make what they wanted, but it still looks pretty good. It looks really... Yeah, I, I have very little complaints about the animation or the artwork. The cutscene artwork, which is like stills that have a little bit of mo- movement or yeah. just it moves in, you know, it, it zooms in on... Ken a, Burns it? Yeah, Ken Burns is it. Um, those are really elaborate art pieces. Like, you can tell they had some artist painstakingly, like, yeah, create those pieces of art, and they look really good. Um there, that obviously was where some of the money went. The voice act over is where they, some of the money. There's um, another good thing is there's like different weapons and there's different items that create a rich world without being overwhelming. It doesn't go with like there's ten thousand different guns and you have to sit there trying to figure out which one is mm-hmm. the one to use. It's like there's a shotgun, there's an EMP gun, there's a magnum. This is what you can afford. Like, pick the two guns that you want. You know, uh, that. Um, I think if this game had the coat of paint, speaking of switching theme, of yeah. like, of like retro horror. Yeah. I would be like super into it. I think so. So I can tell looking at this that I could see how you would really like this. Like, it looks like people who like this thing made a very good one of these. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's it. I haven't been this sucked into a game like this, like a cyberpunky game like this since Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. This has the advantage of not having all the mist, like fantasy garbage that Shadowrun has. But Shadowrun has that Shadowrun's hook though; they can't get rid of. I that. know, but they have the uh, the advantage of like the serviceable tactics game, which I really like. Mm-hmm. This doesn't have that as much. Shadowrun also has much d- deeper like classes. You know, you can be like a shaman or whatever. This is you're following Dex, the girl. There's a very clear storyline. You see Dex's boobs? You don't see Dex's boobs. She's got blue hair. Yeah, I saw that. As you would expect. Does she get, is it from when she goes in the strip club? Is that what it is? There's like strip club slash pleasure palace slash brothel slash drug den uh, that you go into at a certain point. Um, I saw a dude in a Speedo. Yep. Yep. You don't see something for the ladies nudity, or the dudes. Get, yeah, this was a Unity game. Um, yeah, it looks nice. I, I I highly recommend it. Did you pay full price? It's twenty bucks. I don't think so. I think I got it at the last sale. I think oh, I okay. paid like probably ten or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It says Dex is coming soon to consoles and to GOG. Yeah. They That's made cool. Rune Legend, which I haven't played. Rune? Rune Legend. Like the game from the 90s, Rune? Uh, I don't About a Viking? It is a Viking game from 2011, though. Is it a sequel? It's an to original award-winning Windows 7 puzzle game in detailed graphics oh, nope. and strong story no inspired by Old Norse mythology. It's Dreadlock Games is the yeah. publisher. They're from uh, Czechos- they're Czech. Um, check, check, check it out. Ah, but I, I liked it a lot. You guys and can I'm still use like that it. if you I'm want. I'm going to play it a lot. You guys can use that. You, you, dreadlock, you guys can use that. Joey, don't give away. For, for, don't, you know, just don't you give, just give away the for, cow. Just say thanks to, to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to credit it. Just yeah. describe it to Joey <laughs> of Wazpod check, in check, the Explosive Magico. Put that next to it. Check, check, check it out. Dash. Parentheses. <laughs> Joey Reinish. From Waz Podcast in the Explosive Magico Network. <laughs> dot com. Dot com. <laughs> but spell out dot com. Yeah. For some reason. Uh, it sounds. It seems okay. I, I can tell it's like something I can see being totally mechanically sound, but it wouldn't be something I should own because it probably wouldn't beat out other stuff I'd want to play. Fair enough. But I, it's right up my wheelhouse, and it's yeah. solid. Yeah. All right, I have a uh, a weird marquee game in that it's two, <laughs> but they're both in here for the same reason, and I don't have a lot to say about either of them individually. Okay, um, but with their powers combined, yeah, I think it's a good reason to bring up both. It was just one of those things where I was going through my games list trying to find shit I had no idea what it like. I vaguely recognized it, but I never loaded it, never even installed it. So I did it with a handful of things. That's where Rack and Rune came from, uh, Bug Butcher. And then I did it with these two games and had the opposite experiences of those other two in that I went in with zero expectation, Yeah. which for me is pretty difficult because almost all my... You absorb so much yeah, game I, information. I, yeah. In any given week, I listen to hours of other shows that talk about this stuff and read about things so so like games not me not really having a sort of forming opinion going into a game is pretty rare so not I, since kalimba has joey had this not feeling. since kalimba and kalimba was is one of my favorite games of this year even though it came out like years ago <laughs> um the first of these is called kick-ass commandos great name <laughs> yes and it is a glorious train wreck of a game Okay, it's still in early access. Um, I loaded it up to see what it was, how it played. Is it fresh early access, or is this like they have no excuse for being so messed up? No, like they they brought it in, uh, brought out a whole new. Because I think what's still in early access is they have like mini these campaigns, which is essentially their level structure. Okay, and they keep bringing out a whole new campaign. So it's like they keep adding more. Oh, so it's not the the game is done, but they're adding more content. Yes, got it. Yes. So the game, the best way to describe the game is Hotline Miami meets Broforce. Okay. So it's a top-down fucking blow everything up, but you as this main mercenary going in to do the mission and rescue the guy, kill the whatever, you can rescue other dudes that kind of become part of your cluster of shit that's firing, and your other dudes will die, 
and then you'll start getting hit again. So almost like that Oculus. Oh, like where you play a yeah, mob as a mob. So you have, like, I had six other commandos swarming it's, around it's me. It's almost like you're a spaceship and you're adding modules that are yeah, like different that, guns. They all have their own guns. They have their own weird, but they get hit first. So it's they're they're draining their life before you. I think so. I think you. In certain instances, like if you get exploded, yeah. like you should always be looking at your main guy. What it, What is the aesthetic? What's the art style? It's very like pixely, like almost Hotline Miami. Is it top down? Yeah. Okay. But so much shit is going on on the screen. It's almost impossible to tell so what it's is like happening. Bullet hell, Hotline Miami. Um, no, it's from you. Okay. It's not shit coming at you, but oh. like when you get a posse of other commandos going along with you, all firing at shit that explodes. It's like I said, I was having a great time. I couldn't tell you what was going on. It's just like salty earth warfare, <laughs> yeah. like just fucking plow and like, burn. You start at one end of the map and go up pretty much in every level. You're just going up and going through this area. It's not like hotline where you can kind of attack it from different angles. Yeah. You just go up to the top of the map. But as you do that, you just are like a locust horde. Are there, like, <laughs> are there like civilian like villagers that you're just like plowing through and destroying? No, and feeling I like think garbage? they're I think they're all evil. And in some cases, they're they even do like generators that keep spitting out dudes. So it's just like if you don't kill the generator, stuff just keeps blowing up. But it was so fun. I ended up loading it to try this game out just to see what it was. And I played through a whole one of the campaigns. And it, That's a good sign. It only took half an hour. Yeah. But it was like, I didn't know what it was. The game is not taking itself seriously. And they would even in the, you know, it's even though you're starting at the bottom of the map to get to the top, they were varying it up a little bit in that this level has a sniper at the end of the track. So you have to constantly be worried about being behind cover. Or you have to rescue this person. And I found out later that if you rescue that person, they pretty much will immediately die. So you have to go through the level and clear out the shit so that you can rescue the person, get them to the helicopter. Like it was, it was dumb. It was fun. It looked like the people making it, um, still care about putting shit into it. And I think it was like $8 without being on sale. It's yeah. It's, it's still an early access. It's seven 99, seven 99. Yeah. It's got very positive reviews. It was just complete left fielder, uh, and they—they're saying that the full release should be this year, though. Okay, yeah. So it must be almost done. I think I got it in the sale over the fourth, so it went down to maybe. Wow, there's a screenshot of just blood splattering everywhere. Yeah, that's when you die. Your your little head will spin towards the camera. As blood is just fucking everywhere, it's I don't know. It, it it had my sense of humor. It looks fun. It looks like a Nintendo Super Nintendo game. Yeah, um, I should load it up so you can see it. And then in that same vein, I didn't play as much of it, but the game Rotastic. Do you Rotastic. seen this? Seen this? You heard about you heard, this? You hear about this? You heard um, about this? I think it might have been in like a Xbox 360 arcade game at one point, but it's a very simple mechanic in that you're, um, dude. That goes out into a map that's full of pegs. Not a great Metacritic on this one. Yeah. 66%. That's pretty okay for Metacritic. It's like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is above 60. This is like good. Fresh. Yeah. They got 8 out of 10 on Steam. Yeah. It's um, you fly past these pegs and when you click whatever one you're closest to, you'll shoot a rope out and you spin around it. 
So it's all about Is using momentum? momentum to swing to different pegs, but still achieve an objective, like collect enough gems. Or you can swing through a villain's rope to cut it. So there's like a battle mode aspect, and it, it was kind of varying it up. There was a versus mode in it that I haven't really been able to play, but I was just going through the single-player story, and it would vary stuff up, like get all the jewels or get this before the time so it's a, is up. It's a puzzle game? No, it's more. I would call it more like a, a an action game, but with this very specific way of traversal. Like You have no control over like steering. It's only $1.99 right now on Steam. Yeah, super cheap. Off. Super cheap. Um, but again, I loaded it up to see what it was. And I played through the first chapter, which was again, a half hour ish, maybe. So, uh, surprise, butt sex says a good game. If you want to take a break from your average game, that's the review on Steam. <laughs> that's the username. The username is surprise, butt sex. Oh, okay. Exclamation point. Uh huh. Is that a negative review? No positive. Oh, okay. Couldn't tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, wow. But I, I thought it was pretty fun. You you It's almost a one-button control other than you can switch direction. But everything else is just push There's a. lot of timing. Yeah, push A to grab the peg you're near and push A again to release and go off in the direction that you just swung. So I can see it being frustrating to people that that mechanic doesn't really c- click. But it was... It's a cool way to use physics. It, it doesn't even really feel that physics-y. No? It's, I think, just like what you said, the momentum, but it doesn't feel like um, like the... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Centri- it, centripetal like force? The, the, the rope line yeah. is always completely straight. Oh. It's not like you are kind of wavy, yeah, and, yeah. and it doesn't feel like there's, there's an no active slack. physics engine working. It's a mechanic that they built with... Like that, that momentum force in mind. So it's it's like a f- cartoon physics-y, but if that makes sense. Because I, I feel like the ragdoll type of physics would feel different if you were playing this type of thing. But two bucks feels like it's worth well, two that, bucks that's, that's on, with on sale. A, Five on bucks sale. normal, it's, I think. It's, uh, it's actually ten bucks. Oh, okay. So this is a really good sale right now. Which means that any won't sale, be you'll up. be able to get this. Right, yes, yeah. yeah. And it won't be there by the time this goes out. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely won't. But, like, it probably will be in bundles at that... Uh, be, if they're willing to bring it down to two bucks, it'll be in bundles, mm-hmm. or it'll be that cheap at any next sale. Yeah, it's 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 a solid, tiny game, good enough art, an annoying announcer. Does it feel like that could be a phone game? Because it seems like a little bit. You don't need much if it's just one button that you're pretty. But much. you're also um, they have those multiplayer. I think maybe co-op modes in there too. So it'd be interesting to see what that's like. Yeah, there's more to it, and the the fighting seemed pretty neat because it was just trying to out momentum people, which you can't always do what you want to do. You just have to kind of wait for like the right moment, or you would have to let go before you'd be ready to. Um, they would throw in things too, where like if you stayed on one peg too long, it would just suddenly break to keep you moving. Mm. So you couldn't just like wait forever until you perfectly hit that spot to let go. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like I remember it being like the release of the week on the indie arcade or the Xbox arcade back in the day, but I could could be misremembering that. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun little thing. You want to give away one more game before we go? Yeah, let me uh, pull that back up. 
We will... Before, uh, back in the plane, very, very beginning of the show, I did play a tiny bit of Mother Russia Bleeds. Yeah. Um, I want to play more of Mother Russia Bleeds. I want to play that. Before I talk in depth about it. Okay. But that's some good fucking art in that Mother Russia Bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you siphon out drugs out of other over-drugged people to inject into your own neck. Wow. And Hardcore. You, you can, yeah, like part of your, one of your moves is you just take a syringe and suck it out. And then you have three hits of it. You can either use it to recover health or use it to like overjuice and become like a berserker for 10 seconds. Do you want to give away a good game or just like a weirdo? I don't know what this is game. Um, well, I think Mercenary Kings is kind of old. So let's give away something good. Okay. So this is going to be a Joey approved game um, from the makers of Space Cam, I believe, Infinifactory. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It's a goodie, guys. So it in is. that it's great for the first two levels until you it finally starts and you realize you have no idea what you're, you're doing. You're not smart enough for this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, again, feel free to take the code, but just send us a line of what your experience is like. Yeah. L, I, nine nine M Z F Y Y five Q E C L D. That is. Infinifactory. It's like Space Chem meets Portal. So you can fly around in 3D, but you're still trying to set up this automated thing. And it's very, very difficult. I didn't even want to play it. <laughs> That's right. You don't even have it in your in your library, do you? Uh, no. I just like saw it and I was like, uh. <laughs> I like puzzle games a lot. That is just like, uh. Did you play Space Game yet? Yeah, I played it. I just didn't. It didn't, didn't, didn't like not it? Not in the <laughs> same way you liked it. No, I liked it a lot. I know, I know. I also got that Picross 3D too. Ooh, which is real boy. Good. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. It's on it's on DS only, 3DS only. Oh, that's why it's off my radar. Um, the other Picross 3D. Picross is the one that has the grid, and you have numbers on the top and numbers on the left that tell you how many of the squares are colored in. Okay. This one does it in a cube that you have to rotate and chisel away. 3D. So it's not like coming at you 3D, but it's yeah. literally a, a cube. And yeah. The first one was very good, and this other one's been in Japan, and they just brought it here finally. So I was very excited. <laughs> It's been a good pooping game. I could see that. Yeah. Made a couple birds. Made like a temple. In the poops? No, like wild poops. Oh, okay. Wild poops. Okay, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. Not in the poops. <laughs> I've My poo sculpting days are way behind me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thankfully. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Put a few drinks in you. We'll see how that goes. Get back on it. Get back in. Yeah. Anything else you want to bring up before we... No, mm-hmm. I think that's a solid show. Um, you can go uh, check out our happenings on the Twitter feed at WazPod. You should um, subscribe if you haven't to both the Explosive Magical Prime feed, which has all the shows uh, on the Explosive Magical network, and the the WazPod feed, which we have um, WazPod specific, like our um, video series, which uh, we have one recorded that I don't, we haven't put up yet, but um, we'll. Stream. Yeah, I went to a wedding. I'd, yeah. I've been meaning to edit that, but I will get to yeah, it. Yeah, it'll get up there. But stuff like that, which we don't want to clutter the Prime feed with, will be on the individual. Um, rate both, please, if you could, on iTunes. Five star would be great. Um, Preferred, if, but, you know, whatever. If you, you don't want to do five stars, then maybe don't rate. But, <laughs> you know, totally up to you guys. Uh, you can join our Steam group, WazPod group. Uh, I'm DYBNO. Joey's Clockface on Steam. Um, any, uh, oh, shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
explosivemagico.com. We have shirts. Shirts and custom shows and all that. Yeah. But yeah, sign us out. Uh, I have a little parable limerick that I've thought up. Are you thinking it up right now? Yes. <laughs> okay. What is it? Uh, I'm really excited. Jungle Japes leads to gorilla rapes. Have a great night, folks. <laughs>